0: Last week I was um, mountain biking, and so I was mountain biking in the Brindabella's, and I was kind of struggling up a. It wasn't probably that steep, but I was struggling anyway, and so I decided to stop, and as I, I looked up, and just saw this beautiful uh, landscape, as you get high and kind of just see, just the beauty around, and I was just kind of just kind of drew drew my heart to just to think of of God and how amazing he is that he can create such a beautiful world. And I know that we have these experiences where we can see a sunset and be drawn to God. It's like he's kind of painting in the sky, just throwing colours everywhere. And just that beauty uh, that God kind of creates and it draws us to him. It might be through just music, that you listen to something really beautiful and you're kind of drawn beyond your experience. And if we kind of look a little bit closer to home, when we look at ourselves and our, you know, our behavior sometimes, sometimes we have kind of ugly days and our behavior and things we do, the things we say, we end up kind of hurting the people that we love. Um, We have these desires that kind of lead us away from God. And so we're not really drawn to of beauty when we look at ourselves sometimes and we can think you know how can God be here <laughs> you know we can kind of see him in the beauty around but when it comes to kind of the struggle of our life the mess of our life it's hard to see God in that place I'll know that's true for me <laughs> and there was a story that I, I read a while back and Actually I went to, to a movie, and it was about this. and it was about this group of people, and they were trapped on this island in Hawaii. so probably not really a really bad place to be trapped on. Um, but they're in this place, and they've actually been exiled to this, uh, this region of Hawaii, and it's very hard to get to. The only way to get to it is by the sea, or you have to climb a mountain range and to get to this isolated place. And so this group of people were lepers, and it was understood at that time that this uh, disease, leprosy, was highly contagious, that all you needed to do was touch somebody with this disease and you would contract the disease. But we know now that that's not, um, not the case. But so the government made this law that anybody who had this disease on this island would be sent to this place. And so, they had to leave their homes, to leave their families, and were driven uh, into isolation. And so, you can imagine just the distress that they would feel, you know, the shame that they've been rejected by their society, and now they're just left to fend for themselves. And because they just didn't have any hope, uh, they, their, the way they lived was a bit of a mess. So, there was drunkenness and kind of just a wild way of living that they just, it was anarchy kind of just was in this place. And there was nobody there from the outside that would come to, to give them any help. Until there was this one day where a man, a priest, uh, felt called to go to this place and to, to be with these people. And so this priest, his name's Father Damien, made the story. And so he goes to this place called Molokai, to this region of Hawaii where nobody else would ever dare to go because of these people, uh, people that were kind of horrendous to look at, you know despised. And so he feels drawn to go there to care for them. And as he gets to this place, you can see it's it's such a mess. And the people are living in horrible conditions. And there's just no order or anything in this place. And so he starts to help them build. And he starts to you know, give them an opportunity for the young people to have a bit of an education. And he, he also builds a church so that he can celebrate Mass there. And so he's there for many, many years. For many years and you know, he just tries to care for the people and just love them, really. That he tells them that I've dedicated my life to be with you, to care for you. And there's one moment where he's saying Mass and he looks out to the people and he says to them, my fellow leopards. Because he realized that he had caught this disease. Uh, He had poured some boiling water over his feet and he couldn't feel anything and he realized that he now had leprosy. And so he felt that this was a kind of a grace for him because now he was really one with the people, that he had this whole new confidence that he was with them and that they knew that he was one of them and that he'd really given his life for them. And so he he ends up dying as a leper, but healing so many people by his kindness to them. And so you can't help but see Jesus in this priest, uh, that he was willing to go to be with those who are suffering, that Jesus was, you know, willing to you know to take on our disease, you know, the disease of our, our hearts, like a leprosy in our hearts. You know, as we look kind of look, as i was saying, as we look to ourselves, we can often see that you know there's there's good things there and things that we like to share. But there's a lot of brokenness, if we're honest with ourselves. And as I guess as we grow older, we kind of see more. But that Jesus is willing to come to your island. Because when we are in that place, we can feel so isolated and feel like there's nobody that can come and really understand us in that place. So Jesus is willing to come to your island. And he's willing to be with you to... ...to of order things a little bit better. And that he's willing to enter into that suffering that you experience. And that's what he did on the cross. That he enters into the ugliness of our life. The worst thing that we can do. That we rebel against God. That we kill God. That Jesus on the cross... ...the violence that he goes through... ...the, the suffering that he experiences... It's not a pretty sight. And he takes on this ugliness of our sin... ...onto himself, this disease. And he does something extraordinary with that. That he transforms this experience of ugliness... ...he transforms it from the inside... ...not from outside, but from within the experience... ...and he transforms it into something beautiful... Because in this place, in this place where we push God away, He draws so close to us. And in that place of us wanting to push Him away, He offers us mercy. That He loves us in the place of ugliness with a beautiful love. A love that is able to transform us ...and to heal us. And so that our ugliness... ...turns into something beautiful. Because it's a place in our life, in our personal life... ...where we know that God loves us. That He accepts us. And it's the worst place. And so if He loves you in that place... ...then He loves you everywhere. And so today as we venerate the cross... Jesus who becomes ugly for us to transform that into beauty, I invite you to, as you venerate the cross, you might want to touch the cross or to kiss the cross, whatever sign that you feel drawn to, may that be a response to God's great love for you, his mercy, and to bring Whatever ugliness is inside you, to bring that to him and allow him to transform that into something beautiful.